In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I bought my house, the first thing I wanted to do was to get a garden growing. The first seeds I planted at my house were wildflowers, in part because I have no experience with gardening. In preparation, I spent countless hours pulling out crabgrass, which is now my mortal enemy, pulling it out hour after hour. And to my dismay, nothing seemed to stop this powerfully rooted enemy of mine. Over the past year or so, I've, things have continued to blossom, and I've planted more and more things, and yet crabgrass remains a vital part of my daily life. There is something holy about tending a garden. And we see in our gospel lesson today, there is something intrinsically true about how our garden grows being directly tied to the work we put into cultivating it. Today we hear the sower of the seed who sows with joyful abandon. This is not this kind of sowing that results in hours spent on an early spring morning, but rather the sort of sowing that spreads seeds, letting them fall wherever they may, seeing what sprouts. In this parable, the seeds scatter all across differing terrains, each with their own result. There's the rocky and shallow soil that sprouts quickly but doesn't last long. The ones that grow but then eventually get choked out by thorns. And there's a soil that's fertile that not only sprouts but also yields fruit. Our Christ tells this parable from out on a boat to a crowd that's gathered along the edge of the sea. And unlike some of other Christ's other parables, it's explained immediately after. The rocky and shallow soil are those who receive the good news as good and immediately rejoice. But they have no roots and cannot last. The thorny soil has interest, but the thorns of this human existence and trappings of society are too much for the seed to be able to sustain itself. And the good and well-turned soil has space for deep roots that will yield much for the kingdom of God. And though this parable is explained, <clears throat> there are multiple understandings and interpretations. When I think about what it feels like to be the rocky, shallow soil, which I have certainly been, I'm reminded of how intensely appealing Christianity can be on the surface, especially if you're raised in a majority Christian area. But the truth is, these things that seem to be projected as entry points of Christianity, loving our neighbor, caring for others, are actually hard-won aspects of our faith. To follow Christ requires us to change not merely to baptize our natural inclinations or uh, something our community has always done. And there's real danger in claiming Christianity without reflection and repentance. 
because we, like others, of course, hold on to beliefs as Christian, but that often results in an unexamined Christianity that is anemic at best and harmful at worst. To be the rocky soil is to constantly claim the hope of the resurrection without ever walking in the steps of Jesus to the cross. And of course, when it comes to the thorny soil, it's no challenge to see the ways in which the thorns of our society can choke out our faith. No matter what you bring to this text, there is no shortage of examples. The challenge of reflecting on the times when we are cultivating this kind of thorny soil in our life is that it's much easier to see thorns at a distance. When you're up close, they may look like a vital part of the ecosystem. And there's danger in thinking that we can see the thorns in other people's faith, but not in our own. To be the thorny soil is to be close off to those around you in a way that only lets the most vicious parts of our world flourish without ever realizing what this sort of insularity costs us. In this parable, these rocky and thorny soils are compared to good and fertile soil that takes on the seed that the abundant sower sows with abandon because God weaves these seeds of the kingdom throughout our world without reservation or hesitation or even ever wondering if the soil will be fruitful. The sower or God does not need us to prove our worthiness, does not need to do a soil test to see if we are worthy to be part of the kingdom of God. The love and grace that is made known to us through Christ is something that changes our lives without us ever having to do anything to earn it. Because even the rocky soil, seeds sprout quickly. And in the thorny soil, things grow until the world chokes them out. But if we want to be co-creators of God's kingdom on this earth, then we must do the work cultivating the soil of our faith to receive these seeds so that the things that God plants in this world will flourish with that same joyful abandon. When I think about what it takes to cultivate a good soil, I think about the people in my life whose faith has yielded fruits from which I have benefited. I'm sure you have some people as well. There has to be a sense of curiosity and wonder. Things flourish not when they are constrained by harsh and immovable boundaries, but when they can spread out. There needs to be a sense of gratitude and appreciation for those around us because we all bring something different to this world and to this community. And there needs to be commitment to work on the soil. On some level, we cannot cultivate good soil if we are not actively working 
toward such cultivation. Because of course, the crabgrass will grow over, the thorns will choke out, the neighbor will hang a flag you don't like, the stories we tell ourselves begin to exclude more and more and more people. The parable of the sower is a tale of hope. It's not a tale of hope because it pats us on the back and tells us we've done a great job, but it's a parable of hope because it teaches us that God longs for our growth as much as the sower does who sows the seeds. God longs for our growth so much that God's grace and love and compassion are boundless, no matter the soil on which we stand. It's our challenge to figure out what it means to show up and to engage in this faith. To show up and to engage as the world demands more and more and more of ourselves. Each of us have certainly been the rocky and the thorny and the good soil at some points in our lives. But it's the collective work of this community, this community of Christ Church. The work is to cultivate the good soil in our city. God is sowing the seeds of the kingdom of heaven with abandon right here. And it's our work to cultivate these seeds, to do the work we have been given to do, and to bring about God's kingdom on earth. And I am fully confident that we are able to do so, but only with God's help and only when we work together. Amen.